Yo, yo, yo. And welcome to Visionary 736. I'm Kamal. I'm Andrew. What's up, bro? Bro, it's been a good break. We, uh, what is it? We had, like, what, five weeks off school? Six? Was it? Shit. I know it was, like, well, like, a little over a month. Because if we left out, like, December 8th, I remember that being my last day. So, yeah. like, a little over a month, probably. And then we, uh, let's see, we were supposed to have school today, but, you know, man, this snow has been killer. So, but at least we get to go on tomorrow. Because I don't know about you, but uh, I was definitely looking forward to um school. Yeah, I definitely wasn't, but shit, I digress. Uh, yeah, snow is bad, though. It's very bad. bad. Yo, like, what, four to eight inches, something like that, right? It had to be something like that. All I know is crazy as fuck, especially um Monday. Mm-hmm. Man, well, yesterday this shit was bad because um I remember my uh dad saying a bus was getting stuck. Yeah, like a bus got stuck outside this shit. Uh, my street in itself was bad. I had to shovel all that. It was it was annoying. I hate snow. Like I hate all that, bro. Oh, it's cool to look at, but. I don't mind the snow for real because uh, it's just like I'm bummed up. But yeah, not always trying to shovel uh driveways. I I did I did shovel one, got paid for it. That was cool. And then um today I shoveled out mine. That was, bro. That took me like what two hours something like that. I was like I'm not doing this again. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. But um, as far as how that's been going on during the break, we got new attack. We got what is it? Two new episodes of Attack on Titan and uh two episodes of Euphoria. Um, and there's a lot to talk about in both of them. Yes, sir. What you want to start with? Uh, let's go off with Euphoria first. Um, first things uh, first, let's just talk about the obvious. Nate, bro, that man got knocked out. Yeah, Nate got knocked the fuck out, but for the niggas who haven't seen Euphoria, before we even spoil it, let's do spoiler alert. Oh, my bad. <laughs> a spoiler alert. Nate yeah, bro. get clocked out, bro. Yeah. But, like, even outside before I even start talking about the show, just, like, Euphoria in itself, like, when I first even start watching it, I think it separates itself from, like, a teenage drama. Like, it's, like, I don't know. It's, like, kind of hard to believe, yet, yet and still it's believable. Like, I don't know. It just... Maybe that's why it's called Euphoria, but it just it just got like this perfect it, it got a perfect mix of like fantasy and real life to me. Like I don't know. I mean, I feel like uh so some of the real stuff about it is like um, you know, the kids, you know, doing, you know, drugs and you know, having sex. But then but then they take that part and they um I feel like, you know, they kinda drag that a bit. Like, you know, cause when the kids was it they're, they're like juniors, um, so when they're doing drugs, you know, or in real life when kids are doing drugs, they're probably doing, you know, like weed at the most or something like that. But in Euphoria, they're over here, you know, popping Molly, Perks, um, you know, Zans. Like, it's, it's just like nothing for them. Yeah. Um, and I think that part might just be a little unrealistic. Not to say that it also doesn't happen in other high schools, but when, like, the entire school is doing it, I don't know. Felt like that was a stretch. Um, and then what else, too? I mean... Like, I don't know if you uh, if you all seen on TikTok um the trend about like you know uh how kids and um the euphoria uh kids how how they dress in high school yeah like that, that's yeah, also yeah, kind yeah. of unrealistic too I, um thing is like with that I've been seeing people 
who've been to like predominantly white like schools, mm-hmm. like they saying like, yeah, niggas was niggas was popping perks like, oh, niggas was doing this. And I'm like, that's crazy because, nigga, you go to a black school, nigga, you gonna see some weed, maybe some pills, but like, nigga, crack, heroin, nigga, they probably selling that shit. I don't know if they doing it. So you, you in for like a whole different introduction. The thing about Euphoria too, I do like. I like the idea that each character gets his own story. Yeah. So like, even though Rue Zendaya is the main character, it gives everybody a spotlight to understand him, and it's like that's cool. But um, and who else too? Um, uh, and as far as like, I think like the best story, um. In the show, I feel like it's either um, Rue or uh, Cassie, in my opinion. Because um, what is it? I I kind of like how they did Cassie's story too. Because um, they definitely like, because who is it? Maddie is definitely shown off as like the the pretty girl of the show, but Cassie is also like another pretty girl of the show. But she's not like um, she she's typically not um, uh, she's not like mean about it either. Because whenever we see um, yeah, like, the pretty I girl did in high that. school. Uh, same thing with kind of with Maddie too. They don't have like that mean girl circle. Yeah, where it's like, where it's like, oh, I hate, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm rich, I'm this, I'm that, and I don't like nobody else. Like they pretty much cool with everybody. So that's what make it not so like stereotypical and like general. Because I hate that. Like, oh, we got to set of mean girls who don't like nobody in the school. Oh, I think my favorite storyline. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I I don't like Nate as a character, but his story is interesting because he doesn't like his father, so to say, but like he's super similar to him. And yeah. It's how you see how like they unwind and throughout the series progress, you can tell how similar he is to him. Like it's crazy. Like, so like and um and, and yeah and yeah while. I don't think anyone really should be liking Nate. If you, if anyone likes Nate, you uh, definitely got to do a bit of a self reflection. But, yeah, um, but yeah, um, they definitely do Nate's story pretty well. I'll say, um, as so far, you know, why he has like somewhat of like that aggression and um, and and while he's definitely like the stereotypical, um, you know, just like you know, kind of like jock and like you know, a bit of a like a bully jock also. They, yeah. Um, they definitely give like the background as to why he's like that. And um I think that makes it, you know, much more interesting. Yeah. But um what was you gonna say about the uh most recent two episodes? And then um I mean, what else too? It was just like uh, you know, Jules is um is finally back into the picture with uh with Rue. Like they're they're officially like dating now. Um yeah. not just not just, you know, Rue thinking it, but like it's official. So I'm kind of glad that they did that because um that definitely clears up stuff between the two of them, um, and then what else too? I mean, I think uh, Elliot or um, Dominic Fike's character. Yeah. He um, I'm def- for one, I'm glad that they got Dominic Fike in there. I I'm not a big fan of his music, or I also haven't really listened to him for real. But um, I know he did work with Rockhampton, but it was definitely just his character altogether is definitely um very cool but i'm also glad he um he realized that you know him and rue just weren't good for each other or like uh like they just weren't bringing out the best in each other i like one thing i do like about his character is it it's like it brings like a male perspective to rue like Mm -hmm. 
it's they super similar. Um, one thing I noticed about this season, I mean season is season. I definitely think um, I love Fez, but I think he, I think the clock is ticking with bro. Like he got a bunch of shit on his shoulders lately. Uh, he he taking care of that uh dope thing he with. Mm-hmm. Um, rule is high again. And then on top of that, Nate Dad showed up to the store. That shit crazy, bro. Bro, that was so suspenseful because I yeah. really thought he was gonna, you know, I really thought he was about to shoot him for a second. Yeah. But uh what else? Attack on Titan. Yeah. Listen, spoiler alert, Reiner, he's gotta sit this one out. Like just for for the entire part two, I think he just gotta sit it out. Message to Reiner, bro. Even like he's a real person. Sit your punk ass down, nigga. You was ready to end your entire... You was ready to end it all to begin in the fourth season. You like, man, just kill me now. I'm sorry. Woo. And now you want to be Mr. Heroic? Nigga, you wasn't shit then. You ain't shit now. Fuck, nigga. Damn, and then, bro. And then what, what hurts the most is, like, he tries to be Mr. Hero, and then he ends up getting, you know, beat up by Aaron, like, two seconds later. That's what I'm saying. Nigga big for no reason, ass nigga, bro. And, bro, what else? Um... One thing I uh, what else was it? The um, okay, where where are we starting at? Where we start from the first or second? Uh, of part one. Yeah, part two. Yeah, part uh, two. Let's go. Let's go part one. All right. Part one, we get Aaron right. We get Aaron sitting here. Uh, we don't really know what Aaron is doing. We we start off the series or the season with uh the people from Paradis trying to save his life. Woo woo. He gets captured, and all of a sudden, Zeke comes there, and then they got this euthanization plan, bro. How you feel about that euthanization plan, bro? I think it's just... I don't know, because altogether, it, it, is, it is supposed to be bad, right? They're keeping, um... They're keeping what? The uh, the Eldians from, you know, having babies, and, um... And it's just like... And they're going off of, um... Well, yeah, it's definitely history, but they're trying to show off, like, you know... Two different sides of history. One is one is just the truth, and um, one isn't. Yeah, and they're, and they're going with a part that um that isn't true. Yeah, so I'm like they they definitely shouldn't be doing that. And that's exactly why I think Aaron is using that nigga Zeke like off rips because one, if if Aaron ain't nothing else, my nigga, he will never turn against Armin and Mikasa, bro, or anybody behind them walls, bro. But so for him to like side with that utilization plan, bro, it gotta be something because he knows that niggas Zeke gonna have followers, and Aaron needs that following to construct like defense or attack Marley. That's why fast forward uh, part season, I mean episode two of part two. I did notice this, bro. When Aaron was walking towards uh Zeke, right? Mm-hmm. Initially they were just supposed to touch, and then I I would assume. I would assume Zeke, Zeke would have screamed and turned all everybody Titans. Yeah. But when I noticed Aaron was still walking towards Zeke, I feel like Aaron was finna eat him. Because if you pay attention when Aaron was walking towards Zeke, Reiner was like, uh, what'd he say? He said, if it's anyone who shouldn't have that uh power, it's you, Aaron. I'm like, wait, Aaron was just finna eat this nigga? And I think that's when the uh script finna flip, like right there, like episode three, bro. I don't think people should be defending Aaron, and it's just like, I I, I really just feel like he's just the antagonist of the show. I mean, like he's just 
though. I think I think it's presented that way because right now he is. But I feel like everybody ain't finna agree what he finna do. But I do think his plan for the better. I don't think he's for that utilization plan. I do not believe that. I don't know. He's just been like, what is he? He he beat up Armin. He talked down to Mikasa. Well, that was in part one, I believe. But um, yeah, yeah. But then it's just like, what is it too? When uh, when Sasha died, worst death in the show, uh, or one of the worst deaths. Um, what is it? He, he when he laughed. Yeah, he started laughing, bro. Bro, you don't see that as like a foreshadow, bro. Bro, I see it that Aaron had no regard for his comrades and that um see bro, that's exactly that's exactly what makes this show so good, bro. Cause I promise, if I'm not right about nothing else, bro, when first when he laughed at Sasha, when he laughed at Sasha being dead, bro, and they he asked him, Oh, what is she? What was the last thing she did? And she said something about food, right? It was something about yeah. food. Remember he laughed. I think that was one of the situations it was like Laugh to keep from crying. I can't show them my emotions. I can't show them my care. And then when the Armin and Mika, Mika, ah, <laughs> the Armin and Mika shit happened, right? Yeah. He said, you're weak and you're a slave. Woo-woo. Bro, Aaron himself is the slave. And if, if he could debunk Mika's, Mika's mind to be like, hey, bro, leave me alone. I don't like you and I hate you. That could potentially stop her from being hurt. That's exactly how I seen it, bro. Like, oh no, man. I just saw that and the whole like Jaegerist thing. Just um, yeah. That, he, that he's just not messing with. He's just not messing with the um, Eldians. Or he he wants to mess with the Eldians, but only a select few. And it's just um, so either maybe he has been brainwashed by Zeke or. Maybe he does have some other ulterior mo- motive that we'll see. Because what is it? I think we only got like 10 episodes left. Yeah. Um. So, you know, who who knows what he has going on. But so far, bro, I'm just not messing with Aaron. Like, he, um, he, I, I didn't even feel like he was one of, you know, a good um MC. But um, as far as what he's just been going on through right now, and I just like he, he has to fight through this all alone. And it's just like, I don't know. He, he just... He he's just not rocking with me. I feel you, but look, listen to this, and then we can close Attack on Titan. All right, Visionary Thirty Six, Episode What Seventeen, Sixteen, Seventeen. Just uh seventeen, I believe. Aaron has not given up yet. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I think. That's my theory. I haven't watched the manga. I don't re- I don't fuck with the spoilers. What I think. What I think. Is Aaron ain't giving up yet, but that's it. All right. So then we have we have one more topic to talk about. Um it was the uh it was the feud between um black men and black women. Oh man. The the constant feud between constant. Them. Like this been this been going on like before my even social media days. Like probably I think this started it's it's been a thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. But Oh, social media is so prevalent now because now we have, we got dudes, we got women, both at feud with each other for some odd reason, and we when we have a constant feud within the community, it's only going to make us weaker because now, now it's you got dudes who I can't defend, 
saying idiotic shit. And y'all saying, and dudes, y'all saying good stuff, but y'all block it out when some idiot talks about light skins or dark skin. And then you got women who I understand and I take their side, and then they block it out completely by saying some ignorant statement. So it's it's hard to even. I hate I hate to even see that, but like, what's your thoughts on it? Like, well, so I feel like um, when you say constant feud, uh, I feel like that's just like a really broad statement. But so, it, but if we were um, yeah, bringing you know like uh, on um, the whole like you know light skin versus dark skin thing, because that's something that um, you know, I've seen both the guys and the girls do. Yeah, it, and it's just like it, you're right. Like it's just it's just unnecessary. It um. It it makes the community you know weaker because we all have you know the common enemy and then you we're just you know going against each other and it's like you know what what is that helping us out for? That's why like I always say like for people who say racism doesn't exist, I always say American racism has succeeded when people is grown teenagers over here talking about well. Dark skinned girls are meaner and light lights lighter skinned people. Well, they seem to be nicer. I'm like, wait, what nigga? That is plantation tactics. Yeah, crazy. You sound crazy, bro. But yeah, it but I, I look I listen to both sides and try to understand, but I think you get when emotionalism is put into fact factor on both sides, mm-hmm. and now you got people with their own personal experience and their own reference point. Now it's like harder to uh take either side or understand because now you're speaking from a more so personal standpoint. Mm-hmm. So you obviously gonna have a biased point of view. And it's hard to look past that. It's like, can we just talk about like what's actually happening right now? Yeah. And besides what's marginalized on a huge scale on social media. Like let let's talk for real. And have you also I, noticed too on uh on social media too? Um Sometimes, you know, black women will say uh, how, like, they'll never date, you know, black men again. Like, they, they prefer to date white men because, um, and it's just, like, I never really understood that as much. And it's, and it's more like, is it more that um that black women had, like, negative experiences with, you know, one or two black men? Or or what, just, like, what was it that um that makes you want to say that and then post it and then say, like, you know, you know don't date black men. You know, you should be um, messing with white guys or, you know, you know any, anyone else. I think... It come like I said, personal experience. I think it could be you getting cheated on by black dudes, you picking the wrong dudes your whole life. You following your mom footsteps because internally you sometimes might even have issues with your father. So now, now it's like, uh, this dude just cheated on me. Uh, my dad's been absent my entire life. So you know what, man? Maybe it's time for a change because I don't like how I've been treated. But then. It becomes an issue. It becomes an issue when you you shitting on black dudes. When when uh now you blaming all black dudes. It, it that becomes a problem. But um, like I said, I try to I get both sides. But like I said, the dudes don't make it easier for me to defend them. And I don't want to sound like a pygmy, but sometimes dudes do not be making it easy, dude. Cause yeah. I be seeing the weakest link. I'm like, bro, that ain't all of us. But then my for you page be having the wildest shit. <laughs> I'm like, bro, can you can you make this easier, bro? Like, what are we doing? I saw I saw someone um on my timeline uh, posting their spam one time. They were like, oh, I'm from Martin Luther King Day. 
they were like, um, uh, Martin and I had the uh, had the same idea, man. If it if it ain't snowing, I'm not going. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, bro, why would you say this? Like, right. this, this is not helpless. Yeah, I just had to speak on that because, okay, to even close it, like, what's what's from the ads? Do you think this all? There's always going to be feuds, of course, but do you think this is one of them things that will ever die now? I think it will, as um, as you know, we just keep on. I feel like as long as we keep on trying to um understand one another, because because what's it too? Because we're we're two we're both two guys, two black guys talking about um something that also affects black women. So Indeed. I feel like if we also had um, and, you know, this, and this is something that we can also bring up too. Uh, another episode and we can have a black woman to to share her experiences about it too but it's like um i think as long as we just keep on trying to understand each other about it and uh or about like each different situation that that makes it a feud i think we definitely can um what's it become like better as a community for it because you know these things do take time and uh, although they seem like they're just like a really long time i think it does you know become better yeah. in the end. I think I think maturity plays a factor in it too. Yeah. Maturity plays a huge factor. And uh I think I think like you said, like over time this will change. But man, I get sick of seeing Cause, it. Yeah, because yeah, when when you say that too about maturity, um because I mean I know I haven't, I hope you haven't, but it's like I'm sure in middle school, you know, pe- uh people are probably going along with the whole, you know, like Oh, I'll never date a light skin because you know they're soft, or and you know dark skin men, you know they're like the best. But I'm sure, like as they get older, they start thinking to themselves like, "This is stupid," you know. It's like, yeah. you know, why was I thinking, you know, how, you know, thinking like this? And then even from that pers- from the opposite perspective, I remember, I remember being dark skin wasn't it. Like, yeah, being dark skin wasn't it. I think it was a period of time when you're in elementary school and you dark skin, you get caught the. African booty scratch, you make fun of your, your skin tone. Woo woo. That them them jokes inevitable being dark skinned. But not to mention black but dark skinned dudes elevate. Okay. Well, I like me a chocolate man. I like me a chocolate dude. But then in that same process, white skinned women, they are put at the bottom of the totem pole by dudes when even now, from that point of time, they're like. Oh, I don't like dark skinned women. They aggressive. They mean. They too strong. They ratchet. Yeah. Ghetto. Like, so yeah, I definitely could see like a women's perspective because, like, I seen Fresh and Fit. You ever you heard of Fresh and Fit? Mm-mm. Okay, Fresh and Fit, this alpha male podcast. Woo, uh, teach you how to get women, even though they probably pull more no bitches without their money. <laughs> anyway, they this podcast that do this shit. And they had, um, they were saying some lame shit. Like, bro, Andrew, this, I'm going to send it to you after this, bro. They said some lame shit. Like, dude, dude was like, all right, you going to get on black. Be okay. He was like, uh, uh, I'm sorry. We don't dabble in the dark. We're not brown chasers. Mind you, one of the dudes is a Haitian immigrant. So he's darker. He's, he's, he's a dark skinned male. The mm-hmm. other dude is from Sudan. So I'm like, wait, what? He said, yeah, we usually don't do that uh, unless they're red bone. But even then, no. And then this the icing on the cake, bro. Next next clip that resurfaced is um, what happened? 
it was a black woman on their podcast because they have a circle of women talking mm-hmm. about stuff on their podcast. And then they have uh this black woman on there. And, bro, the nigga hit her with the meanest backhanded compliments. He said, I usually don't like black girls because they usually ghetto, uncompliant, and annoying. But you, mm-hmm. you're not like them. I'm like, <laughs> bro, what? Dude, I, I wish I could make this up, bro. I was like, bro, what? Saying stuff like that, that's not very P, bro. Mind you, these dudes are, like, probably late 20s. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are seeking arrangements, looking for sugar babies. Like, they one of them type of niggas, like, high-value niggas, like, way worse than, like, Kevin Samuels. Like, them niggas just just some different. Like, you could agree with some of this shit Kevin Samuels be saying. Them niggas have books on... Well, just tell a woman to shut up and and give her money and it no it, it it's ridiculous, bro. Let's say to say the least. But I think um yeah. I think some of these stuff usually come from uh what else too um self hate. Self hate plays a huge factor, especially if you are dark skinned Like I said, you're a dark skinned dude, or when you were younger, you were getting picked on. Girls wasn't really looking your way. Yeah. And if you grow up in a predominantly black area, it's like wait, black women treat me like this. Okay, I'm gonna get some money, and I'm not gonna see them at all. This is what this was probably what they seeing. So, I think so too. But like I said, I think I definitely think you know things will definitely change for the better. It just it's just all about time, though. Yeah. But hey, man, it has been great talking to you again. I look forward to next week's episode because I definitely think we should um you know bring this topic up again, but get it from yeah. a different perspective. Next next episode, we gotta find somebody, and um. Uh, yeah, and that could be like the topic of the whole podcast. And then the next one, maybe AOT. We we could talk about AOT probably three episodes from now. I mean, three, yeah, yeah three episodes from now. See what's going on. Then we'll come back from what we were saying. All right, sure thing. Because like I said, man, I don't think I don't think Aaron is really changing for the better. Uh huh. For sure. But all right, bro. All right, peace out. Peace.